part travel adventure, part sneak preview of community living arrangements the world over, Ecovillages, a new book by University of Washington professor Karen Litvin, is one to savor and find hope. Litvin, who teaches global environmental politics, was on a mission to find inspiration for herself and her students in the face of failed environmental treaties, unchecked carbon buildup, habitat loss, and species extinction. She found it in micro-level living experiments. With guidance from the Global Eco-Village Network, Litvin's journey took her to 14 communities around the globe, three in the U.S., several in Germany, and others in Australia, Denmark, India, Italy, Japan, Senegal, and the U.K. And I wanted to study communities in the global north and global south because, after all, about 80% of humanity lives in the not-so-affluent world. But on the other hand, those of us in the global north are living the least sustainably, so we really are in desperate need of the models. The models eco-villages provide may appear alien to many in the, quote, developed world. Sharing is their taproot, says Litvin, a way of living that makes them a pioneer species. In botany, it's known that whenever land has been devastated through natural or human means, certain tenacious plants are the first species to grow. Eco-villages are like that, she says. They're showing a way forward with ecological awareness, interdependence, and tenacity. Unlike the the back-to-the-land movements of the 60s and 70s, eco-villages aren't interested in being separate from the world, but in demonstrating what Litvin calls low-energy cosmopolitanism. And that's basically how do you have a planetary identity and planetary consciousness, even a planetary civilization, and do so with as little energy as possible. We don't all need to go out and build new eco-villages, says Litvin. Instead, we need to glean their lessons and apply them wherever we live in order to lower our own carbon footprint. The average American is responsible for 19.8 tons of carbon per person, while the average Chinese citizen clocks in at 4.6 tons, and those in India a mere 1.2 tons per person. One eco-village that attracts the most attention is Damanhur in the Italian Alps. Spiritual yet high-tech, it boasts a molecular biology lab for testing genetically modified food, a smartphone for every member, and an address that's listed as the eighth wonder of the world. Gaia theory, the idea that Earth is a living, sentient being, is taken a few steps further at Damanhur, says Litvin. And they believe that their community in the foothills of the Alps is actually tapping into the nervous system of Gaia. Twenty-five nucleos, or communities, are devoted to a particular kind of work. Everything from animal husbandry and international relations to learning how to communicate with plants. I stayed in the community that was trying to uh, learn from plants and communicate with the plants. And uh, they they live in tree houses, (laughs) arborically. Litvin says she did the same. Another eco-village, Oroville, in South India's Tamil Nadu state, is one of the few places on Earth where biodiversity is increasing. Called the City of Dawn, the 2,000-member community has people from 43 different countries who live smack in the middle of 40,000 Tamil villages. One of the first things the community did when it was begun in 1968 was to plant trees, three million of them. A forest was restored. And as a consequence, the birds come back and the insects come back. 
And this is on a desertified plateau where there was no firewood. There was really nothing for the villagers. And it was a pretty desperate place to live. Ecological practices at Oroville have repercussions around the world. They were at the forefront of modern earth building using compressed earth, mud brick, cob, loam, and other techniques. Oroville was also ahead of its time with windmills capable of pumping water in a renewable way, solar power water heaters and lighting, and biogas for cooking. After a year spent visiting 14 thriving eco-villages, Litvin, a political theorist on top of her work as a professor of global environmental studies, devised a new theory for these low-carbon living labs, E2C2, Ecology, Economics, Community, and Consciousness, or Four Windows in the House of Sustainability, The question for all of us in an age of climate change and ecosystem disruption is how do we live in our own house? Our actions, says Litvin, are unintentionally unraveling the planet's life support system. But it also means that what we do makes a difference. And you could say it's lighting a fire under us to actually make some real changes. Just back from a two-month book launch, Litvin is once again in the classroom, sharing her journey and lighting fires of understanding. Green Acre Radio is brought to you with support from the Human Links Foundation, engineering by C.J. Lazenby. From the studios of Jackstraw Productions, this is Martha Baskin.